Are you ready to listen to a podcast? This is TripleYourClients.com with your host, Andy Brown. Find, subscribe, and listen. Expert marketing advice to triple your clients today. Now you can start listening. Welcome to episode 51 of TripleYourClients.com podcast. Hope you had a good week. Hope you've got something lined up for this week, exciting in your business or your personal life. Uh, I've, I've got quite a lot going on this week and looking forward to it. And looking back on last week, it was a, a very busy time, but can't complain. As ever, there's always something going on and also a lot going on in the sort of technology world that I want to talk about this show. Lots going on with some big statements by different companies. It never seems to stop, does it? And there we are with our business, trying to reach out to new prospects, wondering which way is going to work. And we might sort of nail something. And you, if you nail something, then keep doing it. But it is easy to get distracted by things on the horizon, different technologies. And I guess my job here is to maybe give some oversight on what's happening, what I've been reading up on and, and looking at the advantages and, and maybe some things just to dismiss or, or at least put on the back burner just to give you a bit of, bit of an idea. Because I know your job as a business owner isn't really to keep up to speed with everything that's going on it's almost impossible and myself personally i can't but because i work within marketing particularly adwords and google i do come across maybe more articles and uh, know-how from talking to people that you would in your course of the day and that's the point of the show really is basically to give you a bit of a heads up on what's going on and some opportunities really maybe you haven't come across some of the tools i recommend and they can be advantageous to you as well. One tool that uh, really helped out uh, one company called OK My Outfit is uh, a, a tool called Peak, P-E-E-K. And I mentioned that last week, and it's, I've been reminded of it by a blog post on WPCurve.com because they talk about product launch strategies. And it was quite quite interesting because there, there I was talking about Peak last week, and then I read this blog post a few days ago by, on WP Curve. And it talked about okmyoutfit.com, and they were using the tool to um, get these usability tests uh, from Peak. If you remember, that's what it's about. Basically, you can go there, enter your URL, and you get a video from someone somewhere in the world, a five-minute video of someone reviewing your website. And they didn't want to spend uh, lots of money on their platform, and they didn't even know which way to really head with their business. So they set up some dummy splash pages and they got these unbiased points of view. So it was a great tool for doing that. So if you've got any doubt about maybe a new product for your website, um, uh, maybe just a change in copy or changing a few pages on navigation, then check out Peek, which is P-E-E-K. You can find the link in the show notes. And the show notes, as ever, are tripleyourclients.com forward slash and then the number of the show. Today's show is episode 51. So it's tripleyourclients.com forward slash 51. Other news, you probably uh, heard a lot about Instagram. I was talking about it last week with the new advertising platform. But you can't uh, you can't underestimate the power of Instagram and the way that the photo sharing platform has kind of become one of the well the most popular social media platform this this year. A lot of people are moving from Facebook to Instagram, and it's interesting looking at the play by Twitter because they are now trying to. They, you know, you, you can have photos on Twitter, but recently, well, say in the last week, they've come out with some new uh, features and the way, the way they're setting up their apps to acknowledge the fact that they want to show more photos on their apps for iPhone and for Android. 
And I think the, the big oversight here is, or the big uh, theme from all of this is photos are massive images of your business, the storytelling you do. You can't get away from it. It uh, You might have taken photos in the past just to show on Instagram and maybe Facebook. But now Twitter are recognizing this point and they're making their tool even more photo focused. And yes, it's almost like Zuckerberg, well, Zuckerberg said, um, I think it was the beginning of the year, he said that 90%, something like 90% of the traffic on, or the, the updates on, um, Facebook be video by, uh, 2020, which is staggering really, although we're seeing more and more video. So it's all heading that direction. And if it's not video, it's going to be photos. And I think we acknowledge that maybe a few years ago when suddenly all these text updates went, became photos. And now it's all photos with text written on them and it's heading towards video. And you can sort of see it with Twitter now that we've thought it was like these text messages. And I don't think that's ever going to go away because t- Twitter is about the social conversation. But if you're a marketer, then you do see an opportunity to incorporate photos. And they're making, and as I say, they, they rolled out some tools this week as part of their apps to make that uh, easier for you. Another thing I've said, a theme I've said over the years, and it's not me, it's Gary Vaynerchuk has always said it. He said that every company is a media company. And I, I, I agree with that 100%. Uh, it all goes back to the storytelling we tell and the fact that we want those stories to be shared. And if we're going to have a story, we're going to have to create content or media to get it out there. And it, as such, that's what he means by that. You know, for every company has to become a media company. And I mention that because Starbucks actually launched their own media company this week, one that will probably create uh, documentaries for TV. And I guess they're going to concentrate on sort of creative storytelling. But I, I, I believe this is a, you know, this is a first and it's the first of many, I believe, where big companies are going to launch media companies. And again, the big theme from that is just because you might only have one person, five people, 10 people, it doesn't matter the size of your business, you need to take the same strategy that they're taking and consider that you are a media company. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Those who take that on and uh, build the company around that statement will be successful. A little bit of technology news or AdWords. If you use AdWords, then you'll know about the search terms report, which effectively tells you what keywords have been searched on to find your ads. And up until a few days ago, you'd have to wait a couple of days to see that data. And you go in there, maybe you run a campaign, you go in the next day and you look back to look at that data and it's still not there. It says not not enough data. But good news is that uh, Google report that that has now been updated. So um, don't blame me if it's not there, but uh, going forward, if you log in and look back just the, you know just like yesterday, you should start to see data, clicks and impressions and, and see which words are searched on. Don't forget that uh, within analytics, you can no longer really see what words have been searched on. It's only really within AdWords you actually see the specific words that account uh, what the specific words that were searched on to find um, to find the ad. You just don't get the information anymore due to privacy rules set out by Google. You just don't get that information. So that's one advantage of using AdWords that you get that know-how. Another big. Uh, first was Google. Google opened their first store in the world, 
and it happened to be in London, happened to be in Curry's PC World on London's Tottenham, Tottenham Court Road. It was, a, well, I guess it's a store within the store. And we see this more and more, particularly with Apple stores, where um, they sell some product, obviously a lot of product, but also they demonstrate. And it's almost like a place to hold tutorials and it's a destination. And, and here in St. Andrews, I'm on the Merchants Association and certainly you see that happening with shops. Um, they need to do something different, you know, rather than just sell, you know, they're up against online uh, shopping. And at the end of the show, I'm going to talk about some stats related to online shopping. But you, you can sense that it has to, your shop has to become a destination if, if you're going to survive, unfortunately, because all of us, we all love the shopping experience down the high street. It's, it's particularly, well, we're privileged here in St. Andrews because they've got a lot of independent shops and it is a nice experience. But the big brands are coming in, they're taking over, and uh, I guess they have the funds to actually create some of these demonstration areas, to, to create a destination, to offer advice, even have um, maybe video displays and just, just you know taking it to the next level. And... Uh, Amazon, I think in New York, they're going to start uh, or create their first store very, you know, soon. So big, big shift there, and you'll see that more in the press. I think where uh, every shop on the high street has to almost uh, take it to the next level, become a destination, um, have an area where they show you how to use their products rather than just selling them, because they are up against tough competition. Competition. So some of the uh, other big big news in the week there was a sighting of a google chat button uh now this is particularly interesting because it could change the way that uh, a lot of businesses could uh, receive inquiries i don't know if you uh you're on, i guess you are on google quite a lot but next time you're on there when you hover over the all the list of the different businesses uh where you see the different reviews on the right you get a, a full uh, index of uh, information about that business it's called a knowledge graph local box and that information is usually your map and your reviews your address and the, the opening hours well there's been some sightings of a little button the google chat button and if you click on it it's opening up a google chat and like a hangout chat and that's particularly interesting because um google are now using that technology which is part of hangouts to um, aid you, aid a business, uh, communicate with prospects uh, to offer better customer service. If, if you can imagine someone looks at that and they can enter in uh, a question, if you're a restaurant asking how busy you are or what time you're open, if you've got any specials on or if you're selling a certain clothing item, what size is it in, all those sort of questions, they're really trying to capture that market with the uh, the aid of their, their chat tool. And I say it's just the beginning, you know, there's just been some sightings, but it, the sightings have been on mobile, mobile search and also um, organic search and also on what's called branded search, which is essentially where you just search on the name of your business. So I, I believe I'll be talking about this more uh, in future shows. And the time with AdWords is I imagine in the future you'll be able to make the, the chat a call to action and then measure that, which would be quite exciting, where you're actually directing traffic directly to that chat. But we'll see. I mean, it's early days, but uh, Google don't hang around when they see something that's working. So, um, like I say, we'll, we'll keep our finger on the, the, the button there. Another uh, important blog post I read in the week was one by 
Uh, WP Curve, I mentioned at the start of the show, but WP Curve is one of my favorite uh, marketing blogs out there. Now, they had an article called 12 Ways to Keep Visitors on Your Site. And there is a link in the show notes at com forward slash 51. Now, I'm just going to mention uh, three different uh, ways out of the article. I do recommend you read the article in full, but the uh, ones I want to talk about is one is within your content, you should be linking to other pages in your content. I don't see enough of this where if you've got a blog post and you're talking about other um, things that you've referred to on other blog posts in your website, then it is worth linking to those pages. I think a lot of people write the content, they do the headline, hopefully they do a bit of SEO with the description. And then they forget about doing links within the actual post where they actually hyperlink different words to different uh, pages on your website. It's a bit of a no-brainer, but it kind of gets forgotten at the end. And you really should do this because if someone's reading and scanning your article and you can actually motivate them to click through and get onto another page, then the longer they're on your website, the more they're going to see you in authority on the on the topic you're talking about, the, the products you're selling, and the more likely you are to turn them into a prospect and then a buyer. The other, the other um, one of the 12 ways that's mentioned was just the way you format the content. Um, a lot of people will just do... Um, or just write an article and they have several paragraphs and they won't worry about the formatting. But if you bear in mind, there are certain ways to help the content get read and people to hang hang around longer on your page. Uh, if you bear that in mind, then you will be successful. And some of those ways are just introducing sub, sub subheadings, having shorter sentences, listing or bullet points, having images just to give a give the reader a bit of a breather as they're going through your content. And a bit like the shorter sentences, just have shorter paragraphs. So it's just visually more appealing. And if you do that, then people are more likely to stay on your website. And the third uh, way out of the 12 that I liked was at the end, if you use a, a plugin to just show related posts at the end of uh, the article, then uh, that, that's a no-brainer as well because you're basically saying, look, you found that of interest, how about something else? So yeah, head over to that uh, article by WP Curve. It's in the show notes and, and just analyze it and decide whether there's some action points that you can take away from it to apply to your website. Right, let's talk a little bit about AdWords. Uh, you might uh, be looking at some ads and and, and see the, the gold stars and think, oh, that's pretty good. My eyes are really drawn to those stars. How do you get that? And generally, when you look at the ads, you'll see something like 4.7 and then there'll be like four and a half stars, they're gold stars, and it says rating four and then the name of the website. And you might be wondering, you know, I sell, I sell some things on the website. How do I get a, get that in my ads? Well, it's basically called a seller rating. And the way you get it is... Um, well, there's one way, which is FIFO, which I mentioned a few shows ago, but this is another way. And this other way is using Google Certified Shops. Uh, this is where you go and join them, become a Google Certified Shop. Just just as a sideline, it's called Google Trusted Stores in the US, but if we just stick to the UK at the moment. If you go to Google Certified Stores, this allows you, once you're a member there, to collect reviews for free and then present them as a widget or a badge on your website. But... It will also appear in your adverts. So if you work hard at your, your reviews and, um, you know, maybe you get five out of five or 4.7 or 4.8, something like that you're proud of, then, uh, when you're doing your adwords, it integrates, um, into, 
into your uh, your ads. So, yes, yeah, something to definitely check out. Check out if you're consistently getting some good reviews, you must be making the effort to display them on your website. And one way is using FIFO or is also using Google Certified Shops, and both of them integrate into Google AdWords. If you've got any more questions about that, then uh, yeah, get in touch because that's a bit of a speciality of mine. But I'm only pointing out now because you're probably sometimes looking at ads and wondering how how has your competitor got those stars when you might have lots of good reviews, but you haven't got the stars in your ads. So it's definitely worth looking into. And the big theme, you know, I'm into big themes this week. The big themes there is reviews. Reviews is completely driving the internet at the moment, whether it's Amazon, Kindle, iTunes, TripAdvisor, eBay, wherever you are, it's to some degree, it's not even so much how much content you've got on your website. If you've got a lot of reviews and they're genuine, then you're just going to be ranking so much higher than anyone else. It's uh, it's incredible how uh, how it's happening. And I always shout out, I haven't done so far, I'm just about to, um, about the reviews for this show, iTunes uh, iTunes reviews. If you, if you go to tripleyourclients.com forward slash iTunes, you'll see that I've got 10 reviews and wouldn't it be great if I had 11 or 12? And if you do leave one, then I will mention you next next week. Every podcast should be working to get more reviews and equally, as I'm talking about the AdWords uh, um, selling rating here, then that's all about reviews. Everything's about reviews. You need to collect them. And then you also need to sometimes copy and paste them and then put it, put them alongside some, some of your important pages like your about page or your pricing page just to give you some, give the reader some social proof. So yes, that's sort of wrapping up. But before I wrap up, I was just looking at some uh, stats that Google sent me. I'm a Google partner and they send me some stats to help me in my marketing. I don't really use them, but I just wanted to read out a couple of lines just to show you what's happening in the online world, particularly uh, uh, shopping and also mobile. So I'm just going to read them out, and you, you know, just we can reflect on them afterwards. But it says, they say in the last two years, the percentage of people in the UK who log on every day has risen from 73% to 83%. So that's 73% to 83%. And uh, that's in the UK, and the UK is the highest in Europe, so we're, we're logging logging on a lot, so that's increasing. And they say last year, online marketing spend increased by 14%. I guess there's no surprises there. And the number of UK smartphone users has more than doubled in the last three years. And uh, one more, one in three online purchases um, are made from a mobile or tablet. So... Lots of stats there, which basically just say that we're all logging on more, we're all buying more online, and uh, a lot of the time those purchases are made on mobiles and tablets, which does go back to show 49 when I spoke about the fact that now your website has to look mobile-friendly, has to get the green light from Google. I'm repeating the link that I put in the show notes uh, for show 49. I'm also putting it in this in show notes for episode 51, and you can go to this link, enter your domain, and hopefully it will tell you that your website is mobile friendly because from the 21st of April, Google will be using that knowledge to rank your website. And obviously, if it says you're not user friendly, then you might be dropping down the rankings. And obviously, there'll be a lot of uh, reports about that as soon as that kicks in from the 21st of April. So, 
yes, we just we talked about a lot with uh, Starbucks opening a media company, uh, Google opening their first store, uh, Twitter getting onto the whole photo market, making it easier, trying to match up with Instagram, I guess. Lots, uh, lots going on with Google. Talked about the uh, certified shops and they're working away on their Google chat button. And then like last week, I spoke about the Google Hangout and, uh, or sorry, the Google Plus and basically it's kind of been killed off. It was split up into two other products, photos and streams. So always, I guess, uh, products coming onto the marketplace from Google and, and then one's kind of sitting back. And like I say, best just look at the big themes and seeing what you as a business owner can take away from it and uh, just getting up to speed with it before your competitors do so uh, yeah it's been fun always enjoy doing these shows reach out to me at andy brown at tripleyourclients.com if you've got any uh, questions feedback uh, just want anything from me let's have a uh, let's have a chat uh, also i'm on twitter andy brown tyc uh yes if you're on twitter and that's your form of communication then let's have a few tweets but until next week take care and i'll speak to you soon have you ever wished you had more visitors to your business website where you switch a button and instantly benefit from a steady consistent stream of new potential clients and customers one such proven way to do this is by using google adwords Unfortunately, many businesses fail to take advantage of this opportunity, make huge mistakes, and waste their marketing budget. This is why I recommend you head over to TripleYourClients.com and grab Andy's free 44-page report on the 17 ways to maximize your Google AdWords ROI today. Simply enter your name and email on the homepage to have full access to Andy's special report within seconds.